the Daily Strike with your host, David Shaminsky. I have a special guest with me today, Danny Babcock. What's up, man? He's as funny as his name sounds. <laughs> and he is a, um, what's the word? He is a uh, stuntman for Matthew McConaughey. All right. <laughs> Give us your best Matthew McConaughey. Best. All right, all right, all right. That's it? <laughs> I've been meaning to ask you why you say that. Me? Yeah, no one's ever said that. I don't know, man. When I look at you, I just see, I see him. Oh, I was thinking that's like the way I talk. Well, it's your voice too, but I mean like like your facial features. To me, I see Matthew McConaughey. It's a compliment. Yeah, he's a good no, look. He's a good looking dude. I just see myself as like a little more animated. Like he's like fucking cool, and I'm like super fucking cool. No, <laughs> <laughs> just more like animated. You know, like goofy. You know what I mean? When, is that what you mean by animated? Kind of. Like you're more like he's more closed off. You're more like. Yeah. Like, he's he's not the guy to take a shirt off at a party, but you're the guy to take your shirt oh, yeah. off at a party. And other people's shirts off. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. We're all getting naked. <laughs> We're all that's, getting naked. That's me. <laughs> uh, well, for the viewers listening, how I know this gentleman, we actually work together. Um, that's it. We just work together. And we just started talking. And here we are doing a podcast. We thought it both would be a good idea. Um, but let's get it off, man. I just got some, some topics and questions for us to talk about. Um, first and foremost, man... What's your what's your uh, view on humanity right now? Like what like how do you view it at the moment? Well, um, I mean the first thing that like comes to mind is obviously like what we're doing to the planet, you know? Like negatively. And, yeah. So, I guess the first thing that comes to mind is a giant like negative. You know what I mean? Yeah, I so. mean, we actually, uh, I interviewed a gentleman, I think it was two or three episodes, no, it was Kyle Kells, it was episode like six, and uh, he was a huge advocate for the earth, and the amount of pollution and plastic that's in our oceans and in our water, right now, our water from the sink, there's like microplastics in it, I don't know if you knew that. I love that, yeah. Yeah, tastes good, pretty good, but <laughs> slowly killing us, that's yeah. the scary part, but there's just so much plastic in our waters, it's like, it's going to take so long to remove it, we're already so far gone, you know what I mean? Yep. So there's that, and then there's also, like, when I look at, like, social media and, like, the, you know, like, you know, my generation and, like, the generation after us, like, growing up in that, like, you don't know what it's doing to people's, like, anxiety levels and, like, you know, you compare yourself to, like, these people that, like, are always just filming or recording their best days or moments or, you know, and filters, and it just creates, like, this huge self-esteem issue and like you know yeah i think it's i think a lot of it is people that are they're just looking for someone else's approval like someone's okay like okay he's doing something cool yeah you know what i mean i think that's really a huge part of it too and i think it's like a sign of like insanity almost you know we're not really living our full lives we're putting on a facade a front for other people so that you know so that we look cool for other people like i get maybe in middle school in high school that's what you do you try to fit with the cool crowd but i feel like as adults and as you grow up in life that shit's not important. Yeah. It's really not. <clears throat> and I guess it's hypocritical for me to say because I'm on social media, I guess, or whatever. But I feel like there's a difference between, you know, good content and bad content. If you're just posting to post and you're putting all these filters on and you're not looking like a real human being anymore, that's right. like the negative. But the positive is like when you're putting out content that's like meaningful and positive and can actually impact someone's life. So yeah. I agree. I feel like a lot of people are just looking to be accepted when really they shouldn't be. Yeah. Because who are they looking to get accepted by? Like who like... Well, okay, know. so, like, it's totally okay to be wanted to be accepted by, like, friends and family, you know? Like, that's how you can, like, alter your behavior. If you're doing something that produces negative results, you're going to stop it, you know? So it's like, a, that's okay, but when you do it for people you've never met or stuff like that, that's when it gets, like, unhealthy. Like, I could look at, you know, like, a, say, like, a, a guy could, like, look at get like tons of compliments on his looks and then like he's but he's comparing himself to like mark Wahlberg, calvin klein you know he's gonna be like you know you're talking like 1990s mark Wahlberg? yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. but like obviously girls do that way more you know do you think so. that that affects our judgments like you know you look at like relationships today and social media today do you think that like impairs people's judgments for like like a person they might be getting into relationship with, because oh they don't look like this person I'm not gonna they yeah. could they could have the best personality they could actually care for you genuinely but they're gonna pick the dude that's a dick but it looks like Mark Wahlberg over you. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I see that a lot more when people are younger, you know, like younger relationships, but not so much like, you know, once you're older and you realize like looks fade pretty much like for me, like six months into the relationship, like, you know, like it's what first attracted me to you probably. And then, but like it fades after a while. And if there's no like, you know, if that person's not like intelligent or on the same level of you as you or cares about the things you care about, then it's probably not going to work, you know? True. But you got to be like on point with that, you know, where yeah. like your beliefs and, um, you know, how you feel about each other has to meet. Because I agree because like the looks only last so long, you know? Yeah. You can be as beautiful as you want to be, but if your personality shit, it's not going to work. Yeah. It's not. Unless you meet someone with a different shitty personality and you guys are just like meant to be yeah <laughs> i suck you suck let's get married let's suck together yeah <laughs> you shitty couple yeah but Damn. so i mean we were, we were talking about humanity so the, but and i and i like said two like negative things but i think like in the grand scheme of things like it's a pretty good time to be alive you know i definitely we're agree not, we're not dying from smallpox you know no we're not being invaded you know yet and that's just us i mean there are people that are being invaded but so are you uh, saying it's a good time to live yeah. where we live yeah like technology and ease of living you know because think about back in the day like you or like your household has to know how to make clothes make cheese or you know and then we like specialize so much that now we have like you know that's like choosing a career. It's like, okay, you get really good at this and then we'll trade our goods and services, you know? Yeah. So specialization allows for like technology to exceed, you know, what like, cause if we all dabbled in everything, no one would be like an expert. So true. And you that's gotta, like where money comes from. Yeah. You know? It's we, like, we I have, don't use. We have so many different markets for everything now where you don't have to go out and, you know, milk your cow anymore. You got machines doing it. Right. You know, they got machines making your Twizzlers and your clothes. You got little Chinese boys making your shoes. Yeah. That's just the honest truth. Yeah. Did you know that every year um, the child child slave labor in America grows by like 16,000, 17,000 every year? I did not know that. Isn't that crazy? Um, we watched a documentary in my philosophy class, and it was about Nestle, the chocolate company. Mm -hmm. Where they get their cocoa from is, uh, I think it's South Africa or something like that. I think so. And they use child slave labor. Yeah, which is super, no. it's super illegal. Even over there, it's super illegal. And um, this dude, like, he did a huge documentary on it. But what's scary is that in America, we have that issue. And it's not talked about. Yeah. It grows by the tens of thousands every single year. You would not think that would be the case. Because like you said, like, yeah. really, like, if, you, if you're not looking too deep into it the way we are, oh, you know, America's great. You know, yeah. America, make make America great again or whatever. You could say that if you want to. But, um, no, you look deep into it. There's a lot of things going on that shouldn't be going on, especially yeah. child slave labor. Like, that's crazy. Speaking of uh, slave labor, I was just uh, watching something and it was about how, like, prisons will have their inmates work for, like, a dollar an hour. I thought it was pennies. And, well, whatever, you know, wow. like, and, like, it almost is slave labor like in california there was a fire and they had um a bunch of prisoners like put it out so they're out there for like 10 to 14 hours you know the heat like risking their lives for a dollar an hour are they given the equipment they needed to like be okay yeah okay yeah but it's just like i don't know that's just like slave labor you know yeah, and no, that's, it is. that's it only going to promote like i don't know some people are worried about it because then you're just trying to lock people up so you can, you know, get cheap labor contracts or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's that's out, that's basically outsourcing at its finest. Yeah. You know, because you could pay someone else to do it, but thousands of dollars or you can pay them, you know, exactly. pennies within pennies of the hour. That's nuts, man. You're talking about the last fire that just happened in California, that huge one that was like... It went from the top yeah. to like damn near the bottom yeah. of California. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's that's the nuts. Fire. Yeah, that's nuts. So they had prisoners clean that up. Jeez. Yeah, or at least like help. You know, that's nuts, but, man. Did they get anything out of it? Like lesser time or no. something? That's messed up. Just a dollar an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Go towards their ramen noodles yeah. or whatever. That's yeah. messed up, man. Yeah. But it goes back to my question, man. What do you think humanity's goal should be? as of right now like our goal going forward 2019 going to 2020 
you know, what is the goal for humanity, you think? I mean, I think we're like at a point where we, you know, we're very accepting of like other ideas. I mean, like the whole transgender movement, you know, like we're at a pretty open minded place and, you know, we've come a long way, you know, definitely agree. And I think we need to like keep moving in that direction. But again, back to like, you know, the environment, like what's our goal? Probably to like survive, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Because that's that seems to be the most press, pressing issue, and it's like down the road, but it's just like we got to figure something out because like it's not sustainable, and like I don't know what else really matters beyond that in the long run. True. Yeah. I mean, I, I read a review today on Facebook that uh, NASA and some other world leaders are working together to take down a theoretically speaking a meteor. Uh, like a like a rush of meteors that are going to come towards uh, the Earth. Did you say a rush of meteors? Yeah, like a okay. like a group of them. Or I don't know what the correct term is for them. Like a like a meteor, fucking yeah, yeah. whatever. You know what I was talking about? No, but for a second, I thought you said like Russian meteor. Like Russian meteor. meteor? Like yeah. We're naming I'm them like, now. They sent it out and then shot it back. <laughs> These no, 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 no. But um, they like tweeted like theoretically like they're speaking about like if it were to happen, how they prepare for it. So we're talking about uh, the like meteors rush, Russian meteors. We're talking about the uh, meteors rushing towards the planet, theoretically speaking. But they're like uh, NASA and these world leaders are coming together to plan how they would stop it because they, because there's so many meteors that are in you know the space or whatever. Right, yeah. They're bound to eventually make their way towards us again. Well, they do, but most of them aren't big enough to like. And they they get uh, they matter. basically dissolve because yeah. of the atmosphere. But I'm assuming we're talking about like a big yeah meteor. like a bunch of them like yeah. a bunch of these like, big ass meteors like uh what's that one movie man what the fuck is it called but uh it's with ben affleck and uh they go to space or whatever armageddon, armageddon yeah, yeah like that like that type of situation yeah. like could you imagine that that movie was sad dude yeah i'd be so upset i think i've only seen that movie once it's intense dude yeah so I know like the gist of it, but it's not fresh in my mind. Like when the dad gets out and he's standing outside looking at the sun and he's in there, he's like, no, and yeah. he hits the button and he shoots him back up and then, you know, yeah. he blows a meter up and he dies. Yeah. I've heard that before that like at any point, you know, if we get hit by like a big enough meteor, like the whole Earth's whole axis will be shifted and like, I don't know, it could be very bad they said like the meters they're theoretically talking about they showed uh, our country and like a line as to where it would hit basically we're screwed the whole bottom of michigan is screwed but everything above michigan is straight so like canada i guess and like seattle i think hmm. and that's screwed like everything us everything below us all yeah. the states are all screwed yeah that's like scary to think about so it's like something like you hear about and then you just don't think about it again. Like that's too big of a problem. For like that's me. movies, you I'm know. I'm gonna worry about <laughs> like <laughs> we're about, we're worried about that when that happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's funny to think about. We'll man. let NASA take care of that one. Now, since we're kind of talking about that specifically, how do you think humans will become extinct? <clears throat> because it'll happen. Maybe it won't, but if it were to happen, how do you think it would happen? Yeah. So let's throw out some like very talked about like options like okay. nuclear war okay okay i don't really i don't know that's an option just, um, just nuclear war yeah that's definitely a big possibility what about uh with uh global warming dude with the sea level rising like have you ever seen the movie day after tomorrow yes that could happen yeah i mean i don't know if it happened like that but i mean yeah. Even I mean, 2012. Like, I'm sure you've seen the movie 2012. Everyone's yeah. seen 2012. Yeah. Everyone thought the world was going to end. Yeah. But, like, that type of situation, like, what if that happens? And how do we prepare for that? Does the government have ships that are already built like they have in the movie, you know what I mean, for the 1% to get on? And what about the rest of us? Yeah. I don't know. But the meteor thing, honestly, is probably my best guess because we don't know what's com coming at us. You know no. what I mean? It's like... It's a crazy world up there. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like all those black holes. Like what if a black hole were just to pop up and suck us through and that's it? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I want to be the first to say it. I don't think, I don't know. Maybe we, we don't die if we go through a black hole. Go somewhere else. Yeah. Maybe we just shoot to a different galaxy and then. You know, um, 
Interstellar. That's another movie. That was a badass of, movie with your yeah. boy in it. Yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> You're in it. That was a good movie. Stunt double. That movie tripped me out. Like, yeah. super hardcore. It makes you really think, like, will we get that far ahead by that, that at that point where we can travel different galaxies and to go to different planets and, you know. Yeah. You know, there's, uh, there's like, a shit ton of people that have volunteered to go live on Mars. Don't they have, like, a thing on, like... Like a NASA's one-way ticket. Like, you're not coming back. Isn't it on NASA's website or something like that? Yeah, I don't You know. can sign up, I think. Yeah. Did I you, I would you sign up? No. Pussy. I'm not a pussy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't do it, man. Just, I'm good. You just leave everyone you know, anything you've ever loved, yeah. to go on a planet with. Because, like, what if you get out there, right? And how long does it take to get to Mars? Isn't it, like, years? I'm not even going to guess. Is it years or, like, months? I don't know. But let's just say it's years, right? You go on this spaceship with a bunch of people you don't know for years to go to Mars. To uncertainty. You have no idea if this is going to work. And neither do they. They're just It's a guess. There's a, there's a movie about that. It's a... Uh, uh, they like go in space, but like two of them. So they like put you in Cairo sleep or whatever. You know, they freeze you so you don't age. So they're on an automated ship, and it it takes like a hundred years or something. Wait, so I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's called like it's like one word like arrival or something like that. I think it's arrival with um, what's her name? The Silver Linings Playbook girl. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah, 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 and uh, Chris Pratt. I don't know. Is he in Guardians of the Galaxy, Chris Pratt? Yeah. He's in Jurassic Park too, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. We're thinking about the same He's people. my boy. Um, but yeah, so that movie was really interesting because he wakes up early. So he's on this ship and he like has still has like a hundred years or something like a lot. So he basically, and he doesn't know how to, he can't put himself back in, you know. So eventually he like wakes up this random um jennifer lawrence and like wakes her up and now she's in the same boat as him but they like of course like fall in love and they're like we'll live this out together but then she finds out that he put he like woke her up and so then she's like on this ship with this guy that kind of fucked her you know damn yeah but it's a crazy movie that does sound nuts yeah i couldn't imagine that being put to sleep for 100 years well i mean it'd be like you close your eyes and you wake up and you probably like can't move very well because your body you wake up and your body's all like jello like yeah. you can't like walk or anything they like figure out how to walk again yeah that sucks have you ever um what's it called like a dream or sleep paralysis where you like wake up but you can't move yeah i've had that a couple times. i've only had it like once or twice i've had it a couple times but i think i had like a really bad dream but i woke up and i like i couldn't move i was like wait am i yeah. still dreaming What's that about, though? Like, what's going on? I don't remember half my dreams, dude, either. So, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I wish that we had, like, a playback button so I could, like, play my dreams again. Yeah. Well, I mean, with, like, sleep paralysis. So, like, why does your eyes open and are processing things, but, like, you can't move your body? Maybe it's something with our heartbeat or our blood. Yeah. I was I thinking it's, like, different parts of the brain, you know? Yeah. Like, the part that controls motor function is still asleep, but... I don't know. It's weird. Did you know only 20% of the oxygen we breathe goes to our brain? I did not know that. I think it's 20%. I'm pretty positive it's 20%. Is that because, like, our body has, like, a filtration system? Possibly. I know we only use, like, 10% of our brain. Right? I think it's 10% of our brain we use. Yeah. That's, and we have 90% we 2 just 2% for me, but... 2% for me. Most people, yeah. <laughs> most people can. Yeah, it's been a long road. Yeah. 2%. Two, <laughs> 2%. We're almost there. Yeah. So... That's another interesting thing is a deja vu. So I've heard it been explained that deja vu is when your eyes like pick up what you're seeing and process it. And then like your brain, like a split second later processes that information. So it looks like you've already seen it, but it's just familiar because your eyes picked it up. You know what I mean? I didn't know that. I mean, that's, I don't know if we can explain that through science, but that's like, I heard uh, like some scientists say that. It's pretty cool. It made me think. So we both agree that meteors are probably the way to go for us. Yeah. You don't think disease? No. You want to hear something interesting? There, there are very old diseases um, like, uh, was it the plague disease or was it the black disease? There's some diseases from like way back when um, that killed thousands, yeah. millions of people. 
they're fr they're frozen right now in like the Antarctic. They're frozen in the ice. And as you see, things are melting. Yeah. There are scientists that are predicting that those diseases are going to get out again because they're, they're frozen in the ice. Huh. And we don't have cures for them. You know what I mean? They didn't have cures for them back then, and we don't have them now. So, like... Sweet. So, like, I think that might be a, a that's huge another, possibility. Yeah, that's another thing to look forward to. That's one thing I get scared of, man. Like, one thing I... I haven't been sick in a while, knock on wood, but... Um, that's one thing that scares me, man. It's just like waking up one day and like you're so sick, like you're stuck like that. Yeah. That scares the shit out of me. Like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. No, nah, I'm good. I'm good, man. I am good. Now, do you think mankind's going in the right direction or the wrong direction right now? I mean, I would say the wrong direction. I, I'm at a standstill. I'm in the middle. I feel like we're we're going the wrong way, but we're all, we're like, it's like we take five steps forward, but we take six steps back. Yeah. Five steps forward, six steps back. You know what I mean? It's just like a it's like a yo-yo almost. Yeah. Because it's like you see all the good things we're doing with like the community, and uh, you know you're seeing like a huge uprise and like the positivity, and people aren't being so negative and stuff like that. And I guess like the drug epidemic was big, and I, I guess it's still a big issue. But you're seeing people wake up to the fact that you know, um, you know benzos and uh all these downers and like xanax like those things aren't good for you and i think actually in illinois they passed a they passed a law where if you get a prescription for uh like those drugs like xanax and stuff like that um you can actually use that to get medical marijuana yeah like don't even have a card but if you got a prescription for them you can trade that in for medical marijuana yeah. Isn't that I mean, crazy whatever those do i mean marijuana could probably do better besides like numbing pain probably I mean, there's a lot of bad, bad drugs out there yeah. that the pharmaceutical companies make a lot of money off of. Yeah, for and sure. They'll they'll push to you know, you know they'll push against medical marijuana because of all the benefits behind it, because it doesn't make them money. They make most of their money for people being addicted to these drugs. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. You're giving people the option, like they have the choice. They can stick to those drugs or they can get medical marijuana. You pick. Yeah. So I think I think that's very unique. So that's like one way I feel we're moving forward. Um, you know. A way we're moving, I think a way we're moving forward, but also it's like it's like battling each other is like you said, social media. There's a lot of weird things going on in the internet yeah. where people they're trying to, especially kids that are younger, they're trying to find themselves and they're spending most of their time on the internet. And I don't think that's the way to do it. I don't think the way to do it is to be on the internet to find yourself. You need to like go out and explore, meet new people, yeah. have new experiences. You know, don't just experience real social interaction, like real yeah. real people, not just because. What you, because not everything you see on there is like real life. A lot of people they throw up that fake, fake image, or they'll do some stupid shit making it look funny, but really it wasn't that funny. Yeah. Do you yeah. think every day, you grow more as a person? Do you think like every day, like do you wake up and do you strive to be a better person every day? Yeah, definitely. And I don't know. I've I've actually like encountered people that like will not change you know they're like this is who i am this is how i'm going to be for the rest of my life and like other people can deal with it or like i don't care what other people think i can't be around people like that it's it's like tough you know what i mean because it's yeah. like you're trying to improve your situation and you're trying to improve yourself yet the people are, that you call your friends at the at the time they're just not on the same shit you're on right yeah i hate i, I can't be around people like that if you're stuck in your ways and you don't want to change then like this isn't going to work for us. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I just think like, and th there is an opposite side of that. And that's like being a people pleaser. You know what I mean? It's like there, there, you can go too far the other way. You know, if you care, cause like if you're hanging around with a bunch of like KKK members and you're trying to like fit in, like you're going to adapt towards them. So you can be too adaptable. You know what I mean? But I think people always, you know, should always be trying to get better and if you don't then i mean that's the people that we we've probably i think we've all met people like that you know 100 percent. i mean i've lost a lot of people because like you said both sides i've done it where i've just over over analyzed people yeah and i just judge them too quick and then i'm just like shit like now i'm the, you know i'm the asshole you mm -hmm. know what i mean but at the same time it's like you have you're trying to change and you have people that are just still not doing shit with their life and you got to remove yourself and they might take offense to it. Like, wow. Like why are you changing us, bro? Yeah. Like, why are you trying to improve your life, dude? Like, cause like, I'm not trying to do what you were doing anymore. You know, there's yeah. no fun in that dude. Like the way I think about it is like in high school, like when you, all, you know, high school, there was no worries. You know what I mean? You just smoke weed every day, you hang out with your friends, whatever, you know what I mean? But like 
once you're out of high school, life changes, dude. Like shit gets real. Like for me, like I moved out of my parents' house, dude. There, there was no like going to college and staying at my parents' house and my parents paying yeah. for college. It was more me and my own. Yeah. She got real quick and I lost a lot of friends because that's like, I didn't care. All I cared about was like surviving. Yeah. But I mean, I guess your perspective changes after a while because I don't think that way anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's like, <clears throat> that's like one thing I want to get better at is like putting myself out there and trying and failing, you know, like, you know, trying to like, cause I, yeah, every day I like try to be like the best person I can be, you know, like kind, gentle, patient, all that. But like, I'm talking about like, I don't like to take a lot of risks, like, you know, professionally, I guess you would say, or like, you know, like, do you like being comfortable professionally? Is that why do you like to be in a spot where like, you don't have to like, because I, I feel you on that. I don't know, man. I like. To, I know what you're trying to say. I, I like to challenge myself and do new things, even professionally, because I feel like some places professionally, they're they're stuck in their old ways. You know what I mean? And I feel like you got to kind of push them yeah. to do different. Yeah. But I'm like, even like when I was in college, I like really struggled to like pick a major, you know, and or find something I want to do because I'm like, I don't want to take the risk of like going for something and... I don't like it or whatever, but that like I missed the whole point. The point is like no, do it and like push yourself and get that degree. And like if you don't use it, you wasted time and money, but you really didn't. Because anytime you're like getting an education, you are developing your brain. You know yeah. what I mean? So we don't stop developing till we're like 25 to 28. So I don't know. That's like college has its own value. I agree. And you learn how to talk to people and communicate with people who have different ideas, you know. I'm in college right now, man. That's I, 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 right now what I'm pursuing, like, I'm not sure if that's what I want to do. Yeah. So I'm having those kind of thoughts. I'm like, is, like, is all this time worth it? Is all this money spent worth it? You and millions of other you know, people. It's like yeah. a, it's a crazy time to be in right now because there's so many different like opportunities available. But it's like you just don't know which one you fit in or which one you you know you should pursue. Like I'm going towards a marketing degree, but is that what I want to do? Like, do I want to want to really want to mess with numbers yeah. like that? Because I, I fucking hate math, dude. Yeah, I hate math. Two things I hate: Spanish and math. Like classes, not Spanish people, because I'm Hispanic <laughs> myself. But I just there's just things I know I don't like, and like you said, I just don't want to get stuck in that like that. I don't want to choose the wrong road and get stuck on that road, you know? Yeah. And hit a pothole, and then I'm stuck. Yeah, and you always hear about people that like hate their job and like you know what i mean and you don't want to be that person no because i've been that person yeah you know what i mean and that's saying like i was in like the job i wanted to be in but like i've been that person when i hated where i worked and it, i hated it so much it affected me <laughs> mentally and like my relationship and it just i was not a happy person dude but when i remove myself dude it's like have you seen spider-man i mean which one spider-man 3 with venom where no uh, when he when the venom gets on him right he turns real emo and like yeah he's just like fuck the world or whatever you know what i mean but he rips it off he's like a new person that's how i was like i had venom on me and i ripped it off and i was just like a new person yeah like everything got better the next day like my mood my relationship like i was just happier yeah so like i, I that's one thing i like I, I'll, I i'm fearful of is if i pick a career and i'm miserable the whole way through like I, this is something i didn't want to do i'd hate to be that guy yeah because life you. fucking sucks dude i'd hate to be stuck in a cubicle all day like punching numbers like i don't want to be that dude yeah i don't think anybody wants to be that dude there like, might be people that are like i just want to sit on my ass work eight hours and go home i can't do that man i can't you're, wor you're 40, working for the man <laughs> Forty thousand comfortably yeah who was it was uh i think it was gary vanderchuk he said that he, even though his company made 45 million in one year he only paid himself forty thousand dollars so basically that like that's a real one average salary like average base salary for someone that's working hell. in a cubicle yeah. but yeah. he just invested it all back into his business that's what i want to do i don't want to pay myself forty thousand. Yeah, but but if you're if you're i mean if you're making 45 million like that's a lot a large sum of money to go towards you know whatever you want it to go towards but i'd much rather be doing that and making myself money than making someone else that money and i'm only getting paid pennies yeah you know true but i mean at the same time like you know, other people have like, you know, visions and goals. And I think it's okay to hop on with someone who's maybe m more passionate about something or has like a greater idea of what, you know, a grander picture, you know, I think it's okay to like 
latch on to someone else's you know how you're saying like make money for them because like let's say like me and you started like a anything like a software development company you know like there's nothing wrong with our friends joining our team and like you know what i mean helping us with that you know what i mean because not everybody has like big dreams true and it takes someone like you know someone like do you think that's destiny people that have like like, elon musk someone like that like that guy has like the biggest dreams you know i would like to make i'd like to work for him and make him money yeah and there's nothing wrong with that but like most of us don't we don't believe in the leaders of the companies we work for so it's different you know yeah but like do you think like that's like destiny for these people that are born like they're born and like you know what i mean like inside like they know like okay i'm gonna be something and that's what's gonna happen you know, I'm only 25 years old. I have no idea. No idea. You know, because I haven't seen it played out. You know, the yeah. guys in high school or college that I knew that were like go-getters like that, I haven't seen where they've ended up. But I guarantee you that they landed on their feet better than the people that weren't, you know, like More had shit. that positive, like, I know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me think. Just because, like, Elon Musk, for example, like, he's, like, he has, like, the perfect business for himself he's doing what he wants to do like space travel and shit like that like just to dream that and do that i think like you have to have a whole totally different mentality and attitude towards your passion yeah. and you got it i mean you have to be smart as hell and understand that you can encounter you know like he probably knows a lot about rocket ships you know and like <laughs> knows what's possible and what's not and like what we thought wasn't possible and he's seen it become possible you know he's probably like i don't know i just like him a lot man like he he makes big moves and people like make fun of him for like sounding crazy but like we got to do something you know and they like i i don't know i saw like a i heard something it was like why aren't like people like him or ben shapiro you know who that is yeah ben shapiro's a cool guy yeah he is he really is and like people are like why aren't those people like running for president you know what i mean because they could direct massive amounts of money and resources towards the right things i don't i don't think they i don't think when i say they i mean like people that are like high up in charge i don't think they'd want them to be president because simply because of that fact yeah i feel like that that's too i don't know yeah well this will segue perfectly into like what we wanted to talk about okay. but cuz like okay so america is like something that definitely controls policy and like what america does is oil right so if you had a president like elon musk he could not spend money on like a border wall and he could like direct that towards turning travel you know like car travel totally electric or something to you know because like right now the roadblock is those cars can't drive too far without like having to recharge or whatever well i mean the teslas i think with one charge they get 400 and something miles which is not bad at all that's pretty that's That's like more than i get with 40 dollars i don't know someone had mentioned like that's the problem with them but i don't know if it is but like but then like and I don't know, America like invades other countries to get oil, and you know, and did. it's pretty fucking evil. And that would eliminate that, you know, but they don't want that because chaos makes money. Yeah. I'm a firm believer of chaos makes money. Yeah. And it's messed up to say but maybe, but that, I don't think that's the only way, though. I think it's it does, but I don't think it's the only way. It's like a puzzle piece to the yeah. grand scheme of things. Yeah. Because what it is is, like, it's a limited resource, right, oil. So America's basically just shitting on other places, trying to get as much of their hands on it as they can. So, oh. yeah, I I just, I really feel you're absolutely right. Like, they don't want someone like that coming in. You know, it ju- it's just going to go against, like, because America's been doing this for a while. Like, Long time. you know, like... I don't know. There's people that even say like Pearl Harbor was a setup just to get us in the war, you know, and that's it's that is like the case with wars. Like the majority of Americans do not want to fight these wars that the politicians want to fight. You know, they know that's our sons dying, whatever. And then there's a catalyst. There's something that happens. And then 
the majority does and they can push it through you know what i mean that is wow yeah yeah that's like a lot to take in i mean because if 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 elon musk was in that position to do so and he did make all the cars electric you're you're literally killing so many different industries especially the oil industry which is one of the biggest money makers you're completely shutting that down yeah and then what then all these like major corporations that are invested into the oil industry they're gonna be pissed off about it it'd be a huge power shift but that's what we need you know yeah like i mean even like okay let's take like media companies right so there's like five to seven major media companies you know and they're pretty like leftist you know but like that's that's a way but then like someone like netflix comes out and they're making their own movies in their own studios you know so they don't the higher ups the you know the one percent cannot control what they produce you know what i mean um vice on hbo is another well hbo in general is it like another place like vice will cover whatever you know that i love that other places it's authentic like Like you get you get the true image of what things really are i mean i love that i think i was talking to um what's that one indian guy that sits at the bar that only drinks miller light cans cool as fuck he was telling me about how very well spoken very very well spoken business minded have you talked to him about bringing him on I, ha- I haven't talked to him about it, but he, he definitely wants to do some work with us, which is really cool. I brought, yeah. I mentioned it to him, um, but he was telling me about how Netflix, they had Disney movies on, right? Yeah. And the owner of Netflix wanted to sell Netflix to the Disney uh, owner, of Di- the CEO of Disney. He only wanted 20 million. That's all he wanted was 20 million for Netflix, right? Said no. So when he said no, um, Disney took all their movies off of Netflix. It's like, you can't use any of them, right? Netflix later on is worth hundreds of billions of dollars and you know Disney couldn't like what what happened with Netflix what they could have done when that happened is oh shit like they just took away like 30% of our movies because Disney has Disney owns a lot of the media companies now and they make a lot of movies you know what are you gonna do they started making their own movies like Netflix started making their own movies and their own studios and stuff like that shows yeah and like Ozark, yeah, great show, great made shows. by yeah, yeah, that yeah. probably are gonna win Emmys and Grammys and or whatever, you know, like yeah, I think Grammys. Is they definitely cool. have like a ton of shitty stuff, but 100%. so does Disney. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I don't like every Disney movie, you know, no, no even like all. some people don't even like like high budget Disney movies where they spend a lot of money and they flop. You know what I mean? Like, was Avatar Disney? The Last Airbender. No, the uh, not Avatar. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, not Avatar. Um, what's it called? Blue People. Yeah, Blue? Avatar. That's Avatar, right? Yeah. That, that movie. Uh, yeah. Did you watch that movie? Yes. I didn't like that movie. Yeah. Waste of time. I don't. Yeah, I don't know who made that. I think it was Disney. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I didn't like that movie. The movie sucked. I liked it. It was just too long and too much. Yeah. I don't know. It definitely was. But See, now I'm scared to go watch uh, the new Adventures because it's three hours and a minute long, and it's like. Can I sit down for three hours and be in tune with the same thing? Yeah. That's a challenge for me. Yeah. And I'm a fan of Avengers. And if they pull it off, then, like, that's a really good movie. Because, like, for instance, like, I watch Game of Thrones and, like, that, I just want it to go on forever. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I, when an episode ends, I'm like, it's just never enough. You know what I mean? And I don't know how they're going to, like, conclude this season, but I know I'm not going to be, like, satisfied. But. Yeah. That's the scary part about a lot of these shows, too, on Netflix, man. You just binge watch all of them because the way they're set up. Like, you're yeah. just so, like, oh, I'm only going to sit down for an hour. And then you're there for six hours watching the same thing. Yep. You're like, shit. But, see, that's not how HBO does it. They, like, release it. Oh, like, exclusive releases? Well, so they do it every week. You know, they'll release Unlike Netflix, where like when the season comes out, you have the access to all of it. You ever watch Rick and Morty? You know, you know what I read? They canceled it. Mm-hmm. That's messed up. That was such a good show. Yeah, it I was know. very popular, and they they popular. went from making they were going to make the fourth season, right? And they're going to say it's going to take a little over a year to make it, a long time is how they worded it. Yeah, and they canceled it. Is what I read. I'm like hurt about it. it it'll come back. I hope so because that like that's like a show I feel is like demanded. Yeah, it it was like very trendy you know you see it on clothes you see it on like everything you know it's very it was very well received you know what i mean i think it was like the really like the fucked up humor it had oh yeah it, it just like fit for a lot of people and it's a smart show you know like oh, they, yeah. the scenarios they think of like the, these planets they create like time travel yeah, yeah yeah but that's very interesting it's good but anyways we were talking about um america and oil which 
<clears throat> I told you like one thing I'm very interested in talking about is like 9-11. Um, yeah, <laughs> touchy. It is but, touchy, but. But I, I mean, my whole point is like, I'm not gonna, I'm not like pointing fingers. I don't know what happened. There's just discrepancies and like the government isn't, is withholding a lot of things, which makes it think like, makes you think like, okay, what are they, why, you know, what, what are, are they you, trying to hide? Yeah, what are you hiding? So it it instantly like puts a target on their back for like, you know, you know, well, who did this or why are there discrepancies, you know, but I, I don't know exactly what happened, but I don't know. You said you had like a list of things. Yeah, man. There's there's ten different conspiracies. These are the top ten conspiracies that they have for nine eleven specifically, right? Yeah. So so, so like, and I I looked over it really quick, yeah, and here. like a lot of the things I wanted to talk about are like exactly what some of these are. So let's just go down the list. Yeah, man. So the number one is they knew in advance, which I think is funny. I mean. I don't know, man. I've I've read things online where they said that like two, three weeks before the attack happened, that they evacuated the whole entire building, right? So everyone got out of the buildings and they had like workmen go in there and they're working on the elevator shafts. And I guess uh, a week afterwards and a week before the attacks happened, people would continually keep hearing beeps all over the building, the beeps that they never heard before. And they're like, what is that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it goes back to the whole thing of like, you know... The steel beams could they met could could they have melted from the jet fuel or could they have met from the diesel fuel or whatever or you know did they really was it really a demolition you know were they pancaked because like that building was made to not do that yet it still happened yeah yeah that was those were very impressive buildings like yeah like 200 million tons of like steel you know um so yeah i mean there's other signs that like Okay, so in the, in the stock market, there's you can um, buy put options. So like Voss, which is that's just tap water, right? It's basically just tap but water. But you like to shout like, out Voss though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you like to look fancy. So honestly, man, hey, it, it was either not? that or Aquafina, and I don't I don't like Aquafina. I think it tastes yeah. really gross. Yeah. So that was the choice. <laughs> that's funny. So, anyways, <laughs> if you put a put option on Voss's stock, you're betting against them. So if they do worse in the stock market, you do better. So um, like w two weeks before 9-11, there were like, there was like a ten, like nine times the amount of put options in the stock market than there are on the average day, okay? And then specifically on American Airlines and United Airlines. Like American Airlines was like 11 times the the put options than your average day. I didn't know that. Wow. So that's like that's what makes people think like someone knew about it. You know what I mean? Now whether it was like because it's very it it could be possible that like you know if it was Al Qaeda like they had money they they put that money possibly the put options and it was they you know they could have banked it all or you know but I don't know that's what makes people think that. There's also NORAD tests. Have you heard of that? No. It's like simulations of defense. Um, and they, like, specifically on 9-11, oh. they were running a simulation of two planes hitting the World Trade Center. So when the calls came in, they didn't know if it was a simulation or not. So they, because otherwise, if a plane goes off course, like, over America, like, there's tons of fighter jets, you know? Like, they're going to shoot it down. But... On 9/11, they sent most of the most of our aircraft up to um, Alaska and Canada to have a simulation of like um, a Russian invasion, right? So most of them go up there, and then the rest go to like a southeast state. So there's just like 17 fighter jets guarding all of America, you know? Wow. And it's just like there's too many like coincidences, you know? Yeah, there's like it's almost like. Uh when you like listen to like detectives trying to solve a murder, they always say there's little crumbs that you got to look for yeah. and find. And some of them are really sloppy crumbs. And they leave them there on purpose, though. I Here, feel here's here's the biggest sloppy like whoever wrote this up, you know, and thought <laughs> of this. Like this is how dumb they were for this specific thing. 
They, okay, planes have like black boxes that record altitude, temperature, all different things, and like what goes on in the cockpit. They're built out of like the most resilient substances on Earth. So they, they don't, they're almost always recovered, you know, on, on at least domestically when a plane goes down. There were four planes that day. The two that went into the building, one went into the Pentagon, and one crashed in a field that was Pennsylvania, right? Pennsylvania, which yeah. is which is a whole nother thing. That's that's United ninety three, yeah. which I don't even know that much about, but <laughs> yeah. it's crazy. So, anyways, none of those black boxes were recovered from any of them. I think the United ninety three was recovered, but they didn't release it. Okay, so those are destroyed. These huge things. I mean, like these indestructible things. And then they find one of the hijackers' passport. On the on ground. The, on the ground. Yeah. That's like, how, how like, dumb are you? You know what I mean? Like, That's that doesn't make said. sense. It doesn't, because, like, you're telling me through all that fire, all that rage, all that insanity and chaos, the passport, untouched, unburned, yeah. unmarked, they found that, but they couldn't find the black boxes. Right. So, that's, like, the big... And another thing is, like, they released a list of each of of the hijackers in each plane you know what i mean nine of those hijackers on the list are still alive they they've found them in other countries and they're like engineers or like this stuff they had nothing to do with nothing to do with it or they did and they're alive and were you know whatever but that doesn't make sense no they should have died you would have yeah unless you're fucking superhero so i don't know if these were like people connected to the attack and they just like you know but I think they just picked random, you know, Middle Eastern guys and said they were the hijackers. You know what I mean? I mean, you want to go even deeper? Was it Osama that was? Osama bin Laden. He was a CIA agent. Well, you, he he was at least, like, visited by the CIA. No, no, no. He, I'm pretty sure it is marked that he was a CIA agent. He was a CIA agent. Yeah. Like, in the database, he lived here. Like what? That, see that like, I I try to like focus on the things that like I I like know for sure. Right. You know what I mean? And like there there are, he definitely dealt with the CIA. You know what I mean? Like whether it was like because cause the CIA has their hands in other countries, so they go there and they find out who's running shit and they infiltrate and that's how they get a hold of the oil and stuff. You know they have two people fight whether it's sunni or shiite muslims they have them fight cause a disruption civil war whatever and then america comes in and is like we'll help the side that's gonna benefit us the most yeah bend over basically (laughs) so yeah but anyways so that was that just like blew my mind you know what i mean yeah that's nuts dude yeah and you know ground zero they like they wouldn't let fbi agents anybody near the the site except for um debt like detonation teams like well that's how they said the building seven collapsed because they um basically i guess police were telling people to back up because they're gonna knock the building down to save the other buildings yeah which like what no and, okay so there's this guy here what's his name pulling out the notes yeah it's getting real larry silverman he owned he he bought the lease on building one, two, and building seven. He pulled out an insurance plan, didn't he? Yeah, Is that about huge. to get into? Yeah. Yeah. Huge. Um, and it specifically covered like terrorist attacks and planes crashing in a building, which makes sense. It's a tall skyscraper. It makes sense that there would be like, and it's there's a monument. There's in America. money. Did you know there's actually, there was like supposed to be billions of dollars of gold under the South Tower? Um, so, so it makes sense, like, that there would be a terrorist attack. So, whatever. But this guy owns, like, those three. Building Seven's like, the farthest away from the two. And they're trying to say, like, debris from the, t- the towers hit it. And then it just collapsed at free fall speeds into its grave from fire. Not jet fuel, just a fire. I've heard that. That's crazy. It's, I don't know. There's just so many things that it's, like... Whatever we were told happened didn't happen. Like the Pentagon, like they're even questioning if that was a plane that hit the Pentagon. Right. 
They're no. like, was it a plane? Like, what was it? Because there's no debris. The engines are nowhere to be seen. There plane. was like there was no debris. The, there's no plane debris. There's what you're right. saying, right? Like there was a little bit, but it didn't even look like it wasn't burnt. It, it was, wasn't like a commercial plane. It must have been like a smaller. I don't know, but there's we there's like gas stations around there and stuff that have footage of exactly where that plane hit like they you know we have recordings of what that those cameras see and you can see it in like normal video footage it's not like lagging or skipping and the fbi the day on september 11th they came and grabbed all those surveillance cameras and they're they're not releasing them at all they released five frames of one thing where you can see something coming in and then it's just fire it's like a quick flash and it yeah was like boom so it's just like why wouldn't you like release that to the proper people you know what i mean yeah at there, least. there's a bigger thing going on because you look at like what happened 9 11 right we lost what three thousand people i think it was like three thousand people yeah probably more we don't know um you know but i feel like there's always that was like something to distract us from like a bigger picture i feel right because you say we invaded countries for oil that's what we did we we basically i've you know this happened so that we can get into a war over oil with um the other countries so and how many people did we kill right over oil Way like more. we lost three thousand people but how many people did that country lose yeah millions of people yeah like that's yeah. like the bigger picture like that like that happened which is very very sad and tragic but then they did that so that they can take the next step up and go do something else that's even way worse. Yeah. It's like an excuse. Yeah. So, I mean, we chased Osama bin Laden through Afghanistan where we, when we had, like, oh, Afghanistan and Iraq. We heard he was in Afghanistan. We had no reason to go to Iraq, you know, and then we made up the weapons of mass destruction, you know, and we invaded Iraq. Weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. We invaded Iraq. It was... And that's why I wanted you to watch that movie, Vice, because it's actually about Dick Cheney. But George W. Bush was like his puppet, you know, like Cheney had worked with uh, Cheney and Donald Donald Rumsfeld have worked with um, George Bush Sr. And then George W. Bush wanted to run and he asked these older guys, you know, but they just like used him like a puppet, you know. So this movie talks about how it doesn't say like, Dick Cheney was behind the attacks, but it does talk about how like when it happened, everybody was panicking and freaking out and Dick Cheney just saw like an opportunity to get the Patriot Act to where the president can have like access to all their phones. Mili- no, like, well, a bunch of different freedoms right. that, you know, like if it allowed him to just pass executive orders, you know what I mean? Um, Cause we wanted to be for feel protected. Yeah. And be control of the military. Right. And we created this, like never-ending war of like yeah yeah the the war against terror you know what i mean so that now anytime we want to go invade a country that might have oil we can just you know be like there's a terrorist organization there or whatever you know what i mean so wow but yeah it's pretty crazy and then there's a like i said there's a bunch of other things that like little things that i'm like eh, that could be like this i don't really focus on those i just try to stick to like the most obvious the glaring questions you know yeah so because honestly at the end of the day we weren't there like we don't truly know <laughs> what happened but based on the evidence that is presented the footage and stuff you see you just kind of base your opinion off that yeah. You know, because like I said, we weren't there in the towers. We weren't in the planes. We don't know really what happened. But based on what they're presenting to us and all those little crumbs, sloppy crumbs, you can call them, that they left for us to pick up, like we're learning more and more about how, In I mean, I'm not going to say it is a, it was a setup, but you're it's pointing into that direction. And yeah. people are like realizing, oh, shit. I mean, we we know that like the government does do sketchy shit. Like the Contra, the Contra Wars where... CIA agents were guarding poppy fields and we were, you know, selling crack. We were bringing crack into the United States and selling it in like black neighborhoods. Yeah. That's like, um, I don't know. That's like sketchy and it's, it's all like come out. You know what I mean? So I'm just hoping like one of these guys that was like part of this, like on his deathbed is just like, Hey, this is what happened. And this is I why hope we did so. it. I hope I hope they bring a podcast set up to this dude's deathbed, and they have a podcast <laughs> about all the true things that he's done. 
you know, I, that's a good time to let it be honest, you know, before you go. I mean, <laughs> it's like your last shot at redeeming. Yeah. Being, forgi- for for, being forgiven. Yeah. 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 But so. I, I don't know, man. I don't, the only thing that goes so far, you know. Yeah. It all depends on what you believe in. But I don't know, man. If you've done that much harm, I don't think there's nothing you can do to stop what's going to happen to you, man. You reap what you sow. Yeah. yeah. I'm a firm believer in that. Do you think like, what do you think about Area 51? We're going to talk about the government. What do you think about Area 51? I I really have no idea, but all I'll say is like, there's no way this, like there has to be a secret military base or whatever, you know, that we call Area 51. Cause there's, you know, it might not be aliens, but like there's a reason that whole thing was made up or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like there's, in fiction, there's facts, you know what I mean? A lot of times so do you what do you think about it i think there's aliens <laughs> i'm dead serious i believe that there's aliens and i think that they're all just kind of watching from above and they're just watching us fuck shit up yeah you know i don't think they're gonna show themselves why why would they do that what's they gonna do for us it's not yeah. like the, it's not like the movies where they're gonna come down and invade us and kill us all and shoot us with their lasers and fucking dissect us in their shifts our resources yeah like i don't think no because they don't need our resources you know what i mean they have resources from other universes and other planets you know but i think that they're watching us destroy something very unique and very beautiful hmm yeah that's the way i look at it maybe maybe i'm crazy but i feel like we've had some type of contact because you hear all these stories of people seeing ufos and she's like oh i saw a ufo and yeah this like like are people just making this up to make this up i don't know you know because like vampires and werewolves like you don't seriously hear people talking about that no you seriously hear people talking about there was a floating light like i don't know if it was like an air force drill or what but like yeah i I saint it it's i saint it i damn saint it (laughs) look at that (laughs) would you look at this (laughs) would you look at that would you look at that that's good i mean even people that make up those like abduction stories like oh i was abducted like where did that come from like did they just make that up like they have a bad dream man i don't know you know like that makes me think like what about like all these crops like you know those people that go on the crops they make yeah, those who's signs doing that? who's doing that who, who is the time i want to meet the guy that had time to do that yeah because i don't have time for that i would have given up right away like damn this is a lot of crops like pretty artistic yeah but what are you doing with your life what drugs was he on to do that yeah he just go out there with like a fucking weed whacker and was like me just i don't know, you know? who knows i'm not that guy that makes me think, though, like that type of stuff. There's just a lot of weird shit that goes on in the world, dude. All right, man. So we've kind of talked about some little bit of conspiracy, aliens and stuff like that. And just just so I can be honest and upfront with the viewers, we're not pointing the fingers at anybody. We're just talking about it. That's all we're doing. We're not trying to say that, you know, Bush did it and Bush fucked up everything. Gas, water, air. We're not saying that. We're just saying that we're just, we're just talking about the things that have been reported. So we'll leave it as that. But let's move on to something else, man. You ever been in love? Yeah, yeah, I definitely think I have, but I think I have a little, a different like definition of like what love is. What's your definition? So there's like the romantical, romanticized like idea of love that like you just, I don't know, meet someone that you click with so much and like, I don't know, to me it's just all different levels of affection and like liking them, you know, like I, I don't think one person has a has a soulmate or could only love one person their whole life you know what i mean and i think like i don't know i i just think for instance i have i would say i've been in love you know i dated a girl for six years and uh we broke up and like i will always love her you know what i mean it's like like, a deep love yeah yeah but i don't want to be her boyfriend or husband you know what i mean like I don't know. She, you know, she needed a ride early in the morning to the city. So I like woke up and took her, you know, because I like legitimate. She thought her car was stolen. We had to go retrieve it. Right. Right. So like I legitimately care for her and love her, you know, and I at one point was in love with her, you know, but I don't know. I think people just have like this idea of love that like and it makes it makes shit like it makes good people stay with shitty people. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, an extreme case is like domestic violence. They stay with them because they love them, you know, and they see their flaws or wh- their parents, where they came from. And they're like, 
you know what i love them and like you know but it it i don't know that only goes so far though yeah because I, I, I grew up in that type of shit like yeah. i grew up with um you know my mom was with someone for a few years that was very <clears> abusive <throat> and just wasn't a good person but she loved she loved him out of her pureness of her yeah. heart and you know she went through a lot of bad shit because of this person she learned later on that that wasn't the kind of love that wasn't the true definition of love that was right. just like a level of it like yeah. you said, like levels so, so like to me what love is like if we're talking about like you, you know because let's say between like two people of opposite genders or i mean that's the wrong way to say it two people like a man and a woman or two guys that are like romantically involved right so to me love is like it's a choice it's like in that sense it's like no matter what you do i'm gonna choose to love you you know and that's why like marriage is hard for me because that's i feel like that's like you're you're like signing a contract to say like me and you forever no matter what you know what i mean and like that's when you have to love someone like choose to love them it's like if they're being an asshole for months or years at a time or they're depressed for like two years or whatever's going on with them you got to stick with them that's love you know but i don't think it's i just think it see it as like different levels of liking someone and respecting them or you know what i mean i definitely so. i definitely understand man and i feel like what the, i've been in a bad relationship where as bad as this bad as bad as she was for me i still loved her and she gave me every reason not to love her but i still loved her yeah and like when we broke up i was so heartbroken over it i was depressed i was miserable i moved out of my parents house like um you know i try to use every excuse in the book to get her back and it's just crazy how like i look back and i'm like god i was so fucking stupid because that wasn't love i thought that was love but it wasn't love yeah you know and i look at where i'm at now and who i'm with now and i'm like that's love yeah because like the person i'm with accepts me for me and through my flaws and all she's still there for me and i think that's i think that's what love is in my opinion i feel like a person that's going to accept you through your flaws and all before they accept you at your best yeah because you're not gonna always be at your best there's moments of greatness you're gonna have but the other part of the time you're gonna be you know you're gonna be grinding not so happy you know and that's the choice you know when your partner is like in a rut or whatever like you got to choose to love them but like i think especially females they give that they choose to love too soon you know what i mean because like anybody can act like not an asshole for three months and like actually be an asshole you know what i mean anybody can do that and like sometimes girls just like are too forgiving i see that the most like just some girl that's with a guy that treats her like shit you know what i mean and like i had a conversation with this girl um at a bar and she was explaining to me she gave me shit for like sleeping with a lot of people and she's like you got to understand that like when you have sex the same like hormones or whatever estrogen or whatever is released um as when a woman has a baby so there's that like like um it's like instinctual attachment attachment you know and love you know what i mean so I don't know, but that like made me think. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, I'm like, damn it! No, I feel guilty. She made you feel like a piece. <laughs> she of did, shit. and she was like a, she was like a young, smart, like, kind of cute girl, you know. But she's just like very smart. So I was like, I told her, I'm like, I know it seems like your other people might see it as you coming at me and like trying to make me feel bad, but I like, I know you're not trying to do that. You're just saying from like what you know as a woman you know like she's giving so. you like constructive criticism basically yeah. and so i told her i'm like i appreciate it yeah that's real because everybody was like leave him alone or whatever yeah you know? i'm like no no that's lay cool. it on me <laughs> lay it on me <laughs> that's good man i think that's a good trait for people is like being able to take that because there's some people man when you like try to help them or you try to show them what they're doing wrong they break down they're like oh my god like yeah oh i don't know what to do it's yeah. over like it's not over man not everything you're gonna, not everything you're gonna do in life whether it's having sex with a lot of women or being good at a sport or whatever it is it's not always gonna work out in your favor it's not always gonna go as planned or yeah. you thought about it so you're gonna hit those rough patches man but you gotta be able to take that criticism from other people because who knows man she might have been she might have been fucking a bunch of dudes and she had she like realized that down the road like damn you know what i'm a piece of shit for this and she was just passing on game dude that's all she was doing was like hey listen Maybe I was that person. Maybe she didn't tell you, but maybe deep down, deep down inside, she was that person before. I I just think what happened was like 
her sexual experience in life and my sexual experience in life were on totally different spectrums. <laughs> so she, you know, to yeah. her, sex is like probably how like it should be, you know, like with two people that love each other and like, and for me, it's not that. So <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Interesting. And it has been like that for me. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. Cool. Well, we talked about sex, so yeah. we're good, honestly. <laughs> we, we, we went all over the board, man. We went yeah. from like philosophical to conspiracy to sex. Um, I just want to talk about, you know, one more thing with you, man. How do you feel about like controlling your emotions and, you know, your mindset at sometimes, you know, yeah. kind of, we, we talked about it a little bit off air a little bit and I actually read a, a passage of it today um, was just like preparing yourself for negativity. And it sounds kind of silly in itself, but like, Throughout the, any day you wake up, man, you got to sit and realize that like you're going to run into people that are stupid, dumb, or going to see some negative towards you or going to be some type of negativity. They're going to throw something negative at you, but you got to like prepare yourself for that type of shit and like build an understanding. Like, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like you put yourself in that position? Like you prepare yourself for stupidity? Like when you go into work, you're like, I'm going to run into a bunch of idiots. Yeah. It's like hoping for the best, but expecting the worst. Yeah. But you know, there's a whole nother side to that that is like, no, you need to just project positivity. Like today, I'm not going to run into any dumbasses. You know, there's people that are like, project what you want, you know? So that would go against like what that's saying, because that's saying like, expect it to be shitty. And then like, if it's good, it's good. If it's shitty, you expected it. You're ready for it. So I guess so. I think I lean more. I don't really believe in the projecting it. I think you it's good to dwell on your goals you know so right. it's good to like think about it over and over but like as far as being like i don't know there's people that are like i know i'm gonna be a famous rapper one day and i know they're not gonna be a famous <laughs> you know like it's very clear like yeah, yeah the so, market says different yeah so those <laughs> those people are just like i'm projecting what i want you know like it's about i think you gotta execute i think you can project it all you want but it's all about how you execute it Cause you can talk about it all day. Yeah. Like you said, you can tweet it all yeah. day. I'm going to be the next biggest rapper. I'm going to be the next big ball player. But are you putting in the time to do that? Right. Are you in the studio laying down the verses, perfecting the timing? Are you in this court? Are you, you know, you in the gym shooting three pointers all night long? Like when I think of that, I think of like Kobe, like how like his ethic, his uh, work ethic towards being the greatest basketball player. Like if you look yeah. into that dude, he would be in the gym. Like he would like finish a whole game and then go back in the gym and shoot until like four in the morning. Yeah. Like, that's that's, how, that's crazy mentality. That's how I feel about Mark Wahlberg. He's a beast. Yeah, he's a beast. He's a fucking animal, dude. His training program, nuts. Yeah. Like, and I, don't, he, I can do that. I don't know. He does a lot of things, and I don't know. Do you, maybe if we do this again, um, we should talk about this guy, Dan Bilzerian. He's nuts. I know. <laughs> yeah, he's he's nuts, man. That is an interesting phenomenon that is for next time. Well, man, we'll leave it off as that, man. I appreciate you taking the time to sit down with me and just have a conversation about this wide range of topics. Yeah. Um, we'll definitely do that. We'll definitely do this again. All right. We'll definitely get this done again, man. But I want to thank you guys for tuning in tonight to the Daily Strike Podcast. I am your host, David Shaminsky. I will catch you guys next week. Have a good one. Yeah.